It's the Duffin' Up Podcast. What is going on, Duff Daddies and Duff Mamas? It is Thursday, October 13th, and welcome back to another episode of the Duffin' Up Podcast. My name is Brendan Monroe, and we are joined tonight by the one, the only, the Irish Chooch himself, Timmy O'Reilly. That's right. We're switching it up, baby. That's usually Mike's entrance, but Mike is not here tonight. So we're putting it on Tim tonight. Timmy O'Reilly is here. Timmy, how are you doing this evening? Not bad, Brendan. Not bad, Brendan. Nice to be uh, at home for this one. This is, uh, you know, the past couple I've been at work and um, played uh, played around at a, uh, a nice course in Rhode Island. Definitely want to talk about that um, upcoming and uh, played with someone who was very good. Very good. We'd like to talk about him for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to do this. And, uh, you know, all is good in the world. And Tommy, the tank engine, get another W. Can't wait to talk about that. All aboard. Choo. Choo. We are officially off the Charlie Hoffman train. We are on the Tom Kim train. That's the way it's just going to be. And our third co-host of the evening. You may know him as the number one Stun JM fan in the entire world. And he has to watch as the other South Korean golfer, my number one South Korean golfer, continues to dominate on the PGA Tour and continues to dominate in the hearts and the minds of the PGA public and the golfing world. We have Brian O'Reilly on. Brian, how are you doing this evening? I am doing fantastic. I am proud that I've never identified as the biggest Sunjay M fan, but I am definitely going <laughs> to be doing it to identify as that going forward. Um, just in all aspects of my life, I think that's a, a big part of my identity. I think that is someone who I have become, and I am proud to be a Sunjay Immer. Sunjay Immer, I guess, is what we're gonna gonna go for. So. Happy to be here. I'm excited for this nice little intimate podcast with the three boys. Um, Mikey is a little busy, but and our guest no longer wanted to come. Um, so uh, we're here. Let's get into it. Yeah. So for everyone uh, listening tonight, we had a guest lined up. Obviously, we shall not name names. Uh, they decided not to come. So we're kind of winging this bad boy tonight and we're going to have a great time. That's all that really matters. Yep. Do a little chicken dance down there, Timbo. Do the little chicken dance. Um, but I will say, I will say I'm very, very happy to talk golf with you guys as always. And uh, Brian, Brian, just to give you credit, Sunday M did a great Gundam style after the uh, internet, after the international, after the uh, president's cup. So he's good in my book. That's all that matters. So but he's no Tom Kim. As a practicing Sanjay Immer, I am going to have to learn that dance because it's part of my faith. It might be safer <laughs> to say Brian is the biggest Sanjay Im fan in America. I would agree. I would agree with that. I would agree it, with that. It'd be it'd definitely a safer, safer statement to say it that way because obviously he is an all-star out there. Probably a rock. He's a rock star out there in Korea. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Also, I am still on the lookout because I really want to get one of those CJ hats just to have. And like, if you wear it just once, people are going to be like, which, which, who, who are you wearing that for? And I'm like the entire nation of South Korea. Every single South Korean golfer is sponsored by the CJ Corporation. Wow. <laughs> you can't find them anywhere. I think I got to go to like a Korean website or something like that. Like I just tried to find it on like, like, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods and a couple of other places and I couldn't find it. No kidding. Well, yeah, Dick's Sporting Goods. I can't imagine. Oh, CJ yeah. Logistics here. I'm right here on the website. CJ Logistics. I'll find it. I'll, I'll get us one. <laughs> we got to get one. And then, and then, you know, Tim, you're going to have to pick, you're going to have to pick your favorite Korean golfer as well. So we got we got plenty. We got C. Woo Kim. We have K.H. Lee, who wins every time golf play, is played in the state of Texas. Uh, I mean, we've got plenty of Korean golfers right now. Y.E. Yang, the, the OG. We wow. got, you can be Y.E. Yang's number one fan. We just got to pick one. 
does it have to be Korea? Like, can it be, I mean, I feel like going with the South, like we could just all become huge South Korean golf fans. True, true, true. What about what about the LPGA? Could I be an LPGA Korean golfer fan? Oh, you can be Jojo. Uh, what? Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're better than the men half the time. That, that's what I mean. I mean, it's easy to MB Park. MB Park MB would be Park. great. MB Park. I mean, come on, that's an easy one. Jojun Lee six. I mean, that's that is still one of the best. Like, um, you know, one of the best stories ever that there were five other. Jojen Lee's at the golf tournament. So she said they went Jojen Lee one, two, three, four, five, six. I was like, wow, that's impressive. Wow. I is there who's who's the golfer that uh wears a CJ hat that starts with a B? I oh Ben on. Ben, ben on. on. I see some hats with a signature on it. Wow. Uh, that we could buy. 33 bucks. I don't know if this website's legit. WS. I was about to say, can the signature come off? <laughs> yeah, right. I, you, I think you can also buy one without. If it was Sunjay, I'm, I'm, I'm put, give me all my money. Take my money. I don't know why I feel bad that I forgot to mention I'm going to root for, even though he is in, on the back nine of his maybe career and life, KJ Choi. I don't know why. I oh, another. Have, Actually, you know what? KJ Choi might be the OG and not Y.E. Y- yeah, y- Yang. I, I think KJ Choi is the OG. 100%. He always plays well at Augusta. He'll be... I wish he was there. Mm. I know. He, he he never won one, so now he doesn't qualify anymore. It's just sad. I know. I know. He's like a... Um, well, what's his name? He's like a Louis Ussusen, just kind of always finishes top, top sneaky top 10. Who also probably will not be there this year, which because he's just dove down the world rankings points. Yeah, but it, as long as he finishes in the top five in any majors, he gets it for the he next gets year. it for next year, right? But I don't. He's got to qual. He's gonna have to qualify for a lot now with them not getting world rankings points. Well, didn't he finish? He definitely he has, has to top finish five. top fifty by December. He has to be in the top fifty. I think it's by December thirty first. He has to stay within the top fifty. Yeah, but if he finishes in the top five of a major in the previous year, doesn't he automatically get a bid? Yes, that he does for the next year. Yep, that is that is correct. So I got to see. I don't he, think he finished in the top five this year at the Masters. No? No, because yes. it was um, Scotty, right. Cam, Cam, Rory. Yeah. Remember Rory with the big backdoor second place. Yep. I think Shane Lowry was up there. You want to talk about having an amazing year. Let's look this up. And uh, I know Morikawa was up there too. Because mm. he was in the same last round as because uh, remember they did those back-to-back bunker chip-ins? Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, am I down a rabbit hole. I'm on Reddit right now. And uh, one of the suggestions there is like you I, you like the CJ logo is a uh, obviously a custom special hat made just for like the players. But uh, a good suggestion is uh, like they said, try writing to their marketing or PR department. That would be unreal. We are the largest American. We are this, the yeah. South Korean American. We are the number one fans of all South Korean golfers. So yeah. we, will, we will be getting a CJ. Oh, is, CJ is CJ logistics on TikTok? That would be, that'd be a one. That would be, out. Wow, we gotta look that up. Just yeah. be like, please, please let us have some Tom Kim and Sanjay and merchandise. That's all we want. CJ, yeah, CJ Logistics. If you're listening, and I know that you are, <laughs> I am the biggest Sanjay M fan, and I would really, really appreciate it if I could get and rep the CJ hat, a CJ Logistics hat out in the golf course. I will never take it off, um, and I would love that. I love this. I love this. What a what a fantastic way to open the podcast. This has been fantastic. I'm so I'm I'm so happy. We happened to we named the entire top five of uh, the master tournament. That's we did. We missed out on which, by the way, Sunjay M tied for eighth. So there you go. There you go, Bry guy. Your man made it in the top. Always Augusta. Ten top ten, baby. He's very good. I would. I mean, he's just a very very good golfer. He almost won the gold medal. Oh. 
Very close. That would have been great. But what a fantastic way to start. Um, we went down a nice little rabbit hole of South Korean golfers. And that is because Tom Kim, chugga chugga choo choo, all aboard, all aboard the Tom Kim train, ladies and gentlemen. His second career win this week at the Shriners out in Summerlin, out at TPC Summerlin in Las Vegas. Um, I know a lot of us didn't watch a lot of the golf because unfortunately for uh, it is football season and most of us, but I will say primetime golf at night. I get into it a little bit. I do get into it. Uh, went to the Patriots game on Sunday. So came back around after, uh, after pre tailgating and post tailgating, got back around six 30 at night, played yeah. with the dog for a little bit, watched some golf. It was unbelievable. Very cool. Did you have Monday off? Yes, I did. Have a, that was a big, that was a great thing for what a having a month. For you. That's very un- great impeccable. weekend. Impeccable. That's, oh. that's fantastic. Yeah, I know. I, I totally like that. I mean, um, I, I did the same, not, not the same, but I, I came back and um, was able to tune in after I played, uh, played nine holes late on Sunday and, um, and being able to come back and just put, flick it on. And I honestly, I, I certainly, like, I obviously talked to him into my remote and was like, uh, golf like trying to watch some golf because i knew i knew uh it was going on in vegas and all that and and the fact that it, i didn't know if it was a replay or like it, whatever it was because it was still on and the fact that it was live i was real pumped because one of my co-workers he actually lives in las vegas and um his daughter was uh carrying one of the signs for for the groups there and so um just he he brought it up to me on friday saying are, are you going to be watching this because my daughter's carrying a sign um for the scorekeeper sign. And, uh, I, I only tuned in and knew about it because of that, which is kind of funny just because I know it's, uh, it's kind of after the season, um, so to speak, I guess, but great finish. Great. Yeah. Brennan, you you probably have a good, big old, uh, big old recap that you want to go through, but, uh, but just a little teaser, everybody, it was a great finish. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even really a big recap. It's just, uh, you know, I love everyone who listens to the podcast knows how much I love Tom Kim. Uh, the fact that he says in his first interview, he uh, w- he was nicknamed Tom because he loves Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, whenever, and when he first came over to the U.S., he ate too much McDonald's and started getting fat. So, you know, as a fellow big man myself, I do love that side. And I will say... South Korean golfers, a lot of them do get a little chunky after their first couple years in the States. Sun jm has got a bit of a, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a larger man like myself. Tom Kim's a little bit of a, a chunky man like myself as well. Siwoo Kim is the skinniest human being I've ever seen in my entire life. So I don't know how, how he doesn't make it there. But, um, but, you know, you absolutely got to love it. Coming off of an incredible president's cup for him at least uh really kind of stealing the show on that side yeah and then max homa going out and winning the fortinet to start the year uh and and tom kim being able to win this tournament it just shows that you know a lot of the stars who were aging out and who have gone on to play at different turn at different tours or who just don't play the fall series because if we're being completely honest with you the fall series, it's just, it doesn't have kind of the juice that a lot of the other events have. Um, it's great to see that we had so many young players in it. And then we had Patrick Cantley in it, who was a stalwart. Uh, he triple bogeyed the last hole to lose the tournament, though. It was just absolutely brutal from him. He was tied, triple bogey. He was tied with Tom Kim triple bogeyed rough day for him, but uh, it was, it was great to see. It was, it was really nice to be able to see Tom Kim win. And as a big fan of his, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm wondering if he's going to be like another young stud that wins a couple majors and dies down, or he's just going to be someone who is in the running. Not every week. I mean, it's tough to beat, especially nowadays. Everyone's just so good. There's no like top contender every single week. Um, 
but I would like to see him at least. I mean, is he? Can we guarantee a, a major victory this year? Probably not. We can't guarantee it, but it's it's very likely. It's very likely. Um, but there's just everyone's so good. I mean, look at the top of the the leaderboard, and I have the all right. So guys, I got a segment for us since we're uh, since we're off the cuff right now. I got a segment. So if I were to say, what is Tom? Uh, yeah, what is Tom Kidd's world ranking? What would you say? You can't look it up. So now it's probably after this, I'd probably say it's 25, 30. Okay. To start the year, it was like probably 758. And Brian will say who who's closer on these. We'll do like 10 people. I'm, I'm going to throw out their names and then whoever's closer in there, you, you get a point and we'll do 10 of them. Gotcha. And you said, what did you say? 25, 30? Is that what you said? I'll go with 25 because we got to pick one number. 25. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with 30. And the winner of that one is Brendan. Tom Kim is now 15th in the world. Dude, that's so annoying. Cause in my head, I was like going to say 15, but then when Brendan said the 700th ranking, I'm so mad. I was like, there's no way he would jump to 15th. I almost said 15. Holy shit. But then you guys would have thought I cheated, but yeah. So with that too, you got to remember he finished top 25 at the U S open. He finished top three at the Scottish Open. He made the cut at the Open Championship. He won his first event. He made it into the top 50 uh, during, or he made it into the top 50 for the, he made it to the BMW for the FedEx Cup playoffs. Like he's been having a year. A year, a year. And Brennan, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm impressed with all of the, uh, the stuff you just rattled off because that's impressive. And uh, I mean, I told you like, Brian's got Sun JM. I've got Tom Kim. Like yeah. we are, we're going to become just, we've, we've talked about selling out. Like we now, we could sell out to live. We could sell out. Now we could probably sell out to the South Korean golf association. Like yeah. we crush it. Count me in. <laughs> yeah. Count me in. I did see a tweet uh, about this and I just had to look it up. because to remind me that the fun fact about him, obviously tiger is always a comparison when uh, when you have some young up uh, up and coming stars, but uh, Tom Kim is the uh, first player to win twice on the PGA Tour before the age of twenty one. So except except Tiger Woods. No, that's what, yeah. He he's no, that was a good say. Oh yeah, I mean Tiger are the only yeah since Tiger Woods he's the oh, first one. Tiger. Yeah, in in the year nineteen ninety six. Wow, four years old. Yeah, you're showing your age. One nothing. Brendan's in the lead. Here's someone we haven't talked about in a while. Someone who is just now focusing on different parts of his life. His name is Mr. Bryson DeChambeau. Where is he ranked in the world right now? Do you want to go or do you want me to go, bra guy? Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 112. 37th. Brendan with the victory there. He is ranked 49th in the world. If he didn't ahead. have these, if he did not have the exemptions, like that would be a huge story going into next year. But because he already he's got the five year exemptions from the twenty twenty U S Open, yes, we don't have to talk about it. No, no need. I got to go with my gut because I was I was going to say fiftieth or something. You would have been much closer. Yeah, yeah. at both times, but uh, yeah. but I I second guess myself because I know nothing about world golf rankings. I haven't been paying attention. Uh, how about our friend Kevin Kisner? Where is Kis ranked? Just on the President's Cup team. Um, he was a captain's pick, so it's not like he was like he didn't qualify naturally. Uh, clubhouse guy, though. Clubhouse big, guy. Big glue guy. Yeah, big number, glue guy. Number I'm, one clubhouse guy. <laughs> he's always good. Three or two. He's good mm. for here. He, he could be one that's benefiting from him playing a lot while the li- while the while the live guys are not getting points. I'm gonna go 40th. Okay. I'm gonna go 41. I knew it. I knew <laughs> you were gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not okay. That's fine. And the winner of that one is Brendan. He is ranked. 27th in the world wow can you believe that 
Oh right. God, Max Homa must be top ten by now. Max Homa must be tenth. Let's do that, Max Homa. Tenth. All right. Um, ninth. <laughs> Brendan with another victory. <laughs> Was he only like eleventh? Seventeenth. Let's uh, switch prompts because <laughs> I'm over a life. Over four. No more. T- yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a beat down. It's yeah. it's nine up through nine holes. We'll call it. After. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Oh man. Oh. These are just interesting. Like Adam Scott, he's thirty first in the world. Like he's either someone who I would be like, I would believe if you told me he was seventy fifth in the world, but I'd also if he was like I don't know fifteenth in the world. Yeah. Again, definitely another guy who uh, who who has who has benefited from the live guys not getting the world rankings points. For sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Guys, I played, uh, I had, um, I played with someone at uh, Alpine. My, uh, a guy at work, he took me, he was a member at Alpine. He took me there. Played like donkey dick. But besides that, I played with a guy who shot a 73. And this was like the smoothest 73 I've ever seen. I, he, he had the same swing. I could have sworn he was Freddie Couples. The way he swung, the softest little hands I've ever seen. He wasn't like, he wasn't bombing the ball. He wasn't impressive. He was just consistent. He was just, there was a few times where I'm like, if we had that, you know, the in like scrambles, they have that center of the fairway competition with the line down the middle. He would have, mm-hmm. he would have taken that one home a couple of two, three times. Uh, yeah, he was just, he was lights out. The greens were quick. Um, Great, nice layout, Brian. I know you have a special place in your heart for Alpine, uh, being that's where you played your high school golf on. Oh, um, that is my high school golf home course, which was unbelievable. Because if anybody is familiar, or if you're not, Alpine Country Club is one of the nicer, one of the nicer private courses um, out there. Um, I, I mean, was about to say that's got to be top five in Rhode Island. Yeah, he's like not easily because you got one of Moisset, you got Newport. Right. It's like the the definitely the definitely top five attainable private courses. Like there are like some courses that like you barely even hear about because it's you have to be real wealthy and it's like crazy exclusive. Oh, that's like yeah. Eastward Ho. That's like Eastward Ho out in exactly. out, out on the Cape. We right. we have no shot. We right. never will. Right. Yeah. The Al- like Alpine is. I say it's similar to like Kirkbray uh, in Lincoln, which grew up. It's like the same thing where. You, if you have if you have enough money it's, it's fairly easy to get into but but yeah that, that was my high school course got to play nine there every after work uh after work after school every day um when i got cut from the baseball team best thing to happen to me um <laughs> so it's it great the only exchange that they they um did was like during the tryouts or like in the middle of tryouts or beginning of tryouts we had to uh when the snow finally lifted uh, we we all went out there and picked up sticks um, for like two days, just kind of like walking up and down the tree line and just uh, putting sticks into piles for, for the uh, grounds crew. So that was kind of the only dues we had to pay. Um, and uh, that wasn't even bad. It was, you get to see the course a little bit better too. No, cause that's where I was. I was in the tree lines, most of all my shots. So I was doing it for me, picking up all the sticks and giving myself better lies and removing all those loose impediments. But yeah, keep going, Tim. Sorry. Get, get me you know, all get me all hot and bothered talking about Alpine. Don't come on Alpine. Uh, I couldn't get off the tee, but playing with this guy, it was great. Um, and I, uh, the guy um, who I work with, he, the one who invited me, he's like, he probably stands five foot, I don't know, five foot six, five foot seven, I don't know. Um, but he uses every single ounce of his body to swing this club around. Like not a tall guy in stature. But he, he's very good off the team. I mean, he probably hits a 270, and he's only that. I mean, he just swings his hips, explodes them down, down range. Um, so told him about the podcast. Maybe they're listening right now. So if they are, hey, howdy ho. Um, <laughs> so they, but, uh, but then they were, we were talking about, like, dream courses. And um, I asked them uh, a golfer poll question uh, at, the, at the table. We had some lunch afterwards, and it was the backyard holes question mm. and uh a couple of them said like different different obscure holes and courses that we didn't um that i couldn't rattle off but they were like easy answers pebble beach or something like that mm-hmm. 
Um, but that's interesting. You say like top courses in Rhode Island, Brendan, because we were talking about Shelter Harbor. And I told that was, uh, that was my dream course to play in Rhode Island, Shelter Harbor. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's um, down in Charleston. I thought it was in Westerly, but I was looking at the show. Holy mo! Yeah, no, this is very pretty. That that's yeah. what I think of when I say like those those are unattainable. <laughs> yeah, this is unobtainable. My, I told him yep. My my buddy Joe used to work uh, grounds crew there during the summer uh, summer college jobs, and he he just and he wasn't even that big of a golfer at that time, which which is too funny. But he knows the course like the back of his hand, which is awesome. If if yeah, I ever the were to clubhouse. go. This is the most ridiculous club. Like this is a member owned private equity club. Yep. Not <laughs> us boys. Not us. <laughs> so I guess the story is there's the Mesquamacate club or something right down there as well. And it's, it's either one or the other where um, a bunch of members um, were unhappy with how they did. So they're just like, you know what, we're going to leave and we're going to make this golf course. And we're not going to let the other guys join. So they kind of just had a split. They opened up their own golf course and they were just like, we're going to run it our own way. So it must be this shelter harbor because it is immaculate. I don't know if you just look at a Google images, holy smokes, or Google Maps. Dream course. Brandon, if you always look- interesting when you because like uh like when we talked about like Catancet, like I had never heard of Catancet, like in Marion when we talked with it about Ryan. And he was like, look it up. And I'm like, this is one of the most beautiful golf courses I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's like, oh, yeah, no shot. No, no, we'll, never, we'll never play there. We'll never play there. Oh, Brian wasn't there for that. Yes, Brian. Brian, so- Brian look up this club. Look it up on uh, Google Maps. What's it called? The Catancet Club? Catancet Club. The Catancet Club. It's in Marion, Massachusetts. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, it's built with a K. Yep. And then look on the beach. Yeah, it's like the sick. I think it was the sixth hole, the third hole, or the sixth hole, right? Um, yeah. Oh, is, this, is this what Ryan was saying? That yeah, I think Ryan. I I remember Ryan saying this. Um, it's like Island Green. Sheesh! Look at that, an Island Green, but with just beach around it. Beach around it. That it's the most beautiful. Th- it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. I'm I'm taking off my shoes to go play this hole. Lord. <laughs> How do you get over there? Oh man, you walk. I'd go, I'd go from bunker to bunker to bunker to bunker. And I'm sure the greens aren't aren't slow. I'm sure they're beyond fast. So even if I get it <laughs> out and up and on there, I'm I'm putting. Um, I'm actually not putting. I maybe I'll putt out of the out of the sand, but sheesh. Yeah, yeah but Tim- every time you walk in and out of the of the green. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what I mean? Well, I mean, like, you don't rake it. Like, the caddies probably rake it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're sure. probably just like, please, please, you know, please step where you stepped before because we don't want to have to rake this a bazillion times. Definitely caddies. You're right. You're right. He'd, he'd have a fit if I was going from bunker to bunker up and <laughs> over. The amount of raking this dude would have to do. <laughs> he would give you the rake. He would just give you the rake. He'd be yeah. like, no, sir. Like, and I'm done. And he'll probably can't take, pay me enough. He'll take my club and hit it for me. He'll say, you know what? Switch. How funny would that be? That'd be unbelievable. Oh my <laughs> goodness. That'd be great. We did that uh when I when I was down. I went uh, when I first graduated college, we did a trip to Pinehurst and it was me and my buddy, and we ended up playing four courses there and you know, we had a great time. And uh on the last day, like we were, we had had the same caddies for like three straight days. They were awesome guys, super fun. And, um, you know, we just ended up like kind of playing, playing a cup, like they ended up playing with us for like one or two holes where like it, you clearly could not see from like the clubhouse or anything like that. And so one of the guys takes my left-handed club and, and hits with it. And he just goes, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. He's like, you know, it's like kissing that hot second cousin of yours. It might feel right at, you know, it might look good, but something just ain't right about it. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, no, that is not the case. Please don't say that. Don't, don't, yo, yo. And lefties, yeah. lefty hand, lefties are fantastic. Leave us alone. Wow. I'm currently, I'm still, I'm still in the Catantic club here and they had the, uh, 
one of the, the Massachusetts amateur there. And I'm looking at this really cool diagram where it shows where the ball was and what they made, if it's a par or bogey. And obviously a majority of them are in the sand or not on the green, but the ones that are on the green, even ones that are very close are still only pars. Wow. There's not a single birdie that I see here um, from the 112th Massachusetts amateur, but uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy to see all these. I don't see it. Well, I don't see. Yeah, I don't uh, just bogeys. They're, they're probably double bogeys, too. But anyone on the green, uh, they didn't birdie it. That's insane. Yeah, so, they're so, probably crushing that bogey plus on that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I mean, those greens must be lightning if that's the case. There's not a single birdie. Even this one looks pretty close, but cool, cool diagram. It must be so windy too, being right on the water. Oh, yeah. So windy. And the guy, the guy I played with, he said he played Fisher's Island, which is another one of those, like, you have to take a ferry to, and mm-hmm. like, right, it's like, not only you have to live on Long Island, but you have to, like, take a ferry to this island off of Long Island, and, and just another one of those courses where it's like, I'll never get to play there. No. Oh, yeah, dude, this is, it's like, this would be like going to Block Island. This is, blo- it's, Oh no, it's so much closer to New York. It's so much closer to Connecticut. Sorry. Right. So it's this like is all- legit block. I- this is like basically block Island for you guys. It's so much closer than block Island. Closer to block Island. No, it's closer to Connecticut. I'm saying it's like closer to Connecticut. It's closer to Stonington, Connecticut. Oh, you're right. You're right. It is right off Stonington. Wow. And then just these, all these courses, like, like all these courses, they don't play PGA Tour events at, but you hear, mm. like, you know, you can only hope to play there. Like, like, what kind of people are members of these? Like, are these like finance people who are just like good at trading stocks, stockbrokers who fly there just to just to play around the golf and fly back? I wish I knew, man. Like, there's um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard a great horse out in Hamden, Massachusetts. Like, that's supposed to be a beautiful course and like one of the up and coming. And it's just like, Jesus, like the amount of like money that it costs to be out there. And it's right outside Springfield. So it's just like, it's a very far drive for us. <laughs> um, but I've always wanted to play, wanted to play there. Um, you know, there's some pretty damn impressive golf courses like around Massachusetts that we will just never eat. I mean, like I, like I said before, Eastward Ho is is by far and away up there um any ones that you look at i think it's old is old sandwich a a private or is that a public i think it's private and uh, actually i'm not sure brian might have played it very private nope just looked it up private golf course yep members only golf club oh this that's, thing is beautiful i think that's a top 100 course it is it is I'm going to look up top 100 courses. I have been fortunate enough to play the past two years at New Seabury down, mm. down there near the Cape. And that's very, very private. I mean, it's, it's very private because I, was, I actually don't know how hard it is to get in, but it, it's very expensive. Like I think even just at the minimum of like, even just a junior membership um, initiation fee is like 7,000 just for like a junior membership kind of thing. So it's yeah, it's fu money. Um, but I've been able to because my my buddy Sean he has uh, a connection there, and so we're able to get out there um, for a nice low price of one hundred and twenty five dollars, which is still discounted <laughs> for for a nine as a guest. But it is yeah, it's it's one of my favorite courses that I, I played. What's that? That was for nine. Uh, no, eighteen. Eighteen in the oh, car. Oh. Yeah, but uh, one hundred twenty five bucks a nine would be but, tough. Yeah, be very tough. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's a, it's beautiful right on the water. There's two two eighteens there. Um, so yeah, take your pick. But that's I that's will say like for us at least like Harbor Town is three hundred and seventy five dollars if you don't if you're not an island resident and then if you are an island resident it's one hundred seventy five bucks. So like it is so I love when they do that. Like I, I I think I've told you guys about like how Sandy I think San Diego County does it perfectly out yeah. in California where every public golf course is fifty bucks. And then if you're not a San Diego County resident, Torrey Pines is 350. 100% okay with that because that's growing your local game. And then having both of those beautiful courses. 
and is Harding it- Park is the same way, but now it's a TPC, so I think it's actually different. Because TPC Harding Park was not always a TPC, and now it is. Is, oh, it was, um, is Hill and Head like hard to get a tea time? I know it's like, is it does it book up quick or? Because I mean, I'm I'm definitely down. Like it's it's one of those things where like, if you're playing a nice course like that, I mean, we play Granite Links and it's 150 dollars minimum. And 185 this this summer. It's oh, gonna wow. go up to like 220 next year because of inflation. Yeah, it's, I mean, nuts. It, it is it is a bummer to spend all that money and and uh, not even come close to breaking breaking 90. But um, it's it's definitely worth it. It's one of those things. It's especially somewhere like Hilton Head where it's uh, or Harbor Town. I mean, it's it's just it, the memories there and and it's beautiful. I'll take my money as well. It's mm. I think that makes sense because like it's hard to justify that at a non pga tour event course sometimes sometimes it has to be like immaculate and the perfect thing but um that i think yeah take my money i'm all in. yeah anything over 150 i think like that's like anything over 150 i feel like i want that level you know what i mean i want it to be like i can right uh, under 150 i'm like it's nice i feel like if it's under 100 i'm like i mean under 100 it should still be a nice really good course but it's just like half the time you don't even know then if it's under 50 bucks for 18 i know like okay this can either go very well or very poorly (laughs) right i agree now brian there's a there's something in sleepy hollow over in ken in new york new york now where um, midori's family your girlfriend's family lives yep wonder if they can get us like a discounted if they have like a you know like a resident rate because obviously like beth page that's like a it's a technically municipal course mm-hmm. uh, which brian mcq definitely invited us to come down we would love to do that with him he could get us the resident rate uh of like 70 bucks or something like that like something ridiculous like another one oh, it's a Tate. public it doesn't even have a resident rate it's just a public course like it's just money. flat yeah it's just flat fee take my money imagine that Beth Page Black. I mean, if we don't end up playing Beth Page Black in our lifetime, that's just a mess because that's so close. That's just one of those bucket list things. Got to sleep in the car. Yep. I was on a work trip and we were in Farmingdale. Like the the offices were in Farmingdale. And I was like, do I stay an extra day and do the camping out and go play it? And I was like, ah, I got a coworker with me, so I can't. But I was like so close to doing it. I was so close. <laughs> that's really cool that's that's tough you should have tried to make a business event out of it i know right that would have been kind of sick although so, i don't think the people trying to close some deals yeah. yeah also very funny right now i know uh with the zozo being in in japan it's actually going on right now if you turn the golf channel on i think it's on here we go because they are uh 13 hours ahead of us i believe 12 hours or 13 hours yeah i know when i go to india later this later in the year i think it's 10 i think china's 12 yeah so it would make sense if japan's 13 yeah i know we have an office in singapore they're exactly 12 so i think they're just a little bit um which is so great for my my mental calculations it's like thank god it's exactly 12 hours (laughs) you just go am to p yeah you just switch the am to the pm Right. <laughs> exactly. Ham to the poom. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. So I, I, I was thinking about this like um, this type of question where it's kind of like a it's kind of like a golfer poll question type of thing, but it has to do it revolves around um, one of the most hated, most controversial topics in the golf world for no reason except the fact that it's more of a novelty thing now so would you rather you have two options um and you have to choose one um it may may not be as drastic of a uh, question as i think in my head but i think i'd be devastated either way but would you rather have to (laughs) use iron covers for the rest of your life or uh never never play like your dream course even though you're you you're it's easy and it's for free to play your dream course like would you rather play iron covers or never play your dream course so you're saying like if we get 
to play our dream course for free and whenever you want they're like just like like so once but like you can take it that, when you want to if we play that we have to for the rest of our lives wear iron covers yeah so if yeah if you say like yeah exactly like so yeah if you if you take the course you don't have to wear iron covers and uh if you take the iron covers you'll never be able to play your dream course so if i have on iron covers i can never play st andrews mm-hmm yeah, I think I'm going to, unfortunately, just have to be the butt of the joke. I think I'm just, yeah. No. I love that. I love that. Because you got to play. I mean, like, here's the thing. And, and I feel like dream courses change all the time, too, because, right. like, Stan, I know, uh, shout out our boy, John, uh, shout out our boy, John Pannone. He had a golf trip out in Sand Valley. And every time I saw, like, all of his videos and his pictures, I was like, oh, my God, like, I want to go play there. Like, there's all of the, I would love to go play um Cabot Links and Cabot Cliffs up in like right. Nova Scotia. I think that that is 100% on my bucket list. Me and my buddy have been talking about that for years to go mm-hmm. play there. It's just the golf season in Nova Scotia is like 4 months and like it's brutal the pricing within those 4 months cuz they got to make all their money. <laughs> right. And, and that's a, yeah, that's a good point. Like and they're in the middle of nowhere. And they're all they're literally on Cape Breton Island in Nova Scotia in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, I guess, yeah, you you free because it, your dream course has changed all the time. But just picture like the one that you really want right now, uh, and not, never being able to play it. Or I guess the other little thing would be, or you'll never be able to go and and watch a tournament at Augusta, or your the, a dream course that you want to watch a PGA Tour event, a big major played at kind of thing. Watching is a little different, but I still think I'd take the iron covers because, like, if it's go to the Masters or where and where and have iron covers, I think honestly you can tell it as a story too. Like, yeah, yeah, be like it was. Be like it was this or I want to bet it was this or I'm not able to play here at St Andrews. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I want to bet. I I got to go to the Masters and they gave me free tickets and I just have to put iron covers on my irons. Cool. All right, new uh, new one. Switch off of that. Would you rather have to wear? Uh, sorry. Would you rather have to use iron covers for the rest of your life, or wear transition lenses for your glasses? Well, I don't have glasses, so I'm good. Nope, you gotta wear transition lenses. Oh, I'm wearing transition lenses. Then I'll I'll be that guy. I'll be that. That's so funny. Remember how cool they were when they first came out in the early 2000s? Yeah. The kids, I'm just going to be that guy. Yeah, I'm kids just, coming in from recess and they they got the shades on. It takes 20 minutes. It takes 20 minutes to go back to regular yeah. classes. Yeah, they can't see oh. the whiteboard for like the first 20 minutes of class. And they're sweating because it's always oh. the kids with the transition lenses that are sweating. Oh, I had a boss too who had transition lenses. Who I, didn't, I did not like this boss. And boy do i hate them even more after that i uh, that's a tough question now could could they be any frame like am i can i make them like oh the, the worst of the worst and the worst of the worst uh head covers as well <laughs> they can't be like cool iron covers if they exist i don't uh, think those exist <laughs> yeah yeah well that's tough like the skit like yeah not <laughs> like not guess, any bigger than this <laughs> yeah like that's a, the transition lenses option is so hilarious that i would pick the head covers just because i again have an explanation like it was either these or i had to wear a transition one <laughs> yeah because okay. on on and off the golf course i guess technically because right. yeah the head covers is only an issue on the course right uh, i think they give off transition lenses and head covers give off the same vibe and energy it's like the same energy as well we're just unfortunate now I mean, yeah, Brendan, you're right. They were cool back in the day when the when the technology came out, but that slowly or quickly actually uh, died off. Very quickly, very yeah. quickly. And shout out to any of our listeners that wear transition lenses. No, no hard feelings, but um, just these three amigos here are not for them. No hard feelings, but your glasses stink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine covers like I barely put my a driver head cover back on like after oh no when back- i'm in the cart when i'm in a cart so like when we're like walking or like i'm pushing or, or you know got the push cart out put it back on every time right if i'm right. in the cart all of my all of my head covers go right into the basket 
And I know people vehemently disagree with that, but I don't care. It's easier. No. Imagine doing that with irons. Yeah, because like I'm I'm like it's it's both cleaning your club. I always clean my club right after I hit or right before. And and that's a that process is tedious to begin with, just shaving that off. So that's a two-step process. Forget it. Brutal. Hard disagree. Hard disagree with with all of you people saying I need to put my put my driver cover back on every time I hit it. I will not, even though it's a cool little lighthouse. I will not. Yeah, sometimes I will. I Anyways, can't, I can't take credit for this next question, which I guess could be considered a golfer poll question, but I'm not taking credit. I heard this somewhere else. Do you think if you were given, if you're playing in the master tournament, as you are right now, as good of a golfer or as bad of a golfer as we are right now, if they gave you the ball 50 yards out on every hole, do you think you could win the masters? No, I don't know. I, so. I can't putt. So no. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's the just because the greens, like if the greens were easier, I got a shot. Right. <laughs> but, oh, and, and you're saying that's day. our second shot, basically. And then, like, for no, the par fours, you're teeing off from 50 yards. Uh, I, uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. So, I, I, I say no. Possibly. I don't, I don't think I could. I don't think but so. But that's like the same thing when people are like, could a scramble, could a three, um, which I wanted to talk to Ryan about because he was like, could a three man scramble win the US Open? And I'm always like, no, you can't because everyone, they're going to have the yips 24 7. A combination of the two, I think we could do it if we did a three man scramble from 50 yards out. Um, from, yes, it. yes. <laughs> that is it. I like our chances there, but. I, uh, or we just get, or we get the uh, the air cannon on every hole. Well, that's the thing is, like on par threes, yeah. on par threes, you're 50 yards out, and they're only uh, like 100, a little bit over 100 yards out, I guess, depending on the hole. But uh, they're usually they're between still, 150 to 190, I think, for those. I mean, they're on in one, and uh, 50 yards. There's, I, I may not be on in one. <laughs> it's right. Right. And 50 is like an awkward range where you're not taking a full swing. You're not taking a, you're not chipping, you're not pitching, you know, you're taking that half swing, that little awkward. I'm saying, I'm saying no. And then three putting every green at minimum. And you know, I'll be, I'll be freaking out so much. I'm forgetting where Ray's Creek is and I'm not going to be able to, <laughs> to, to base my putt lines off of where the where one Ray's time, no. the one time I will get backspin on my wedge, I will go right. It will be hole 13 and we'll just go right back in. Right we back will in. just go right down that. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, uh, good question. I know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got one and it's a little it's not really like personal, but it is I and I, I've always wanted to talk to this to like some of our guests, but I, I don't want to be like weird about it too. Cause it's my thing is what do you guys find the most annoying part of golf social media? What do I find the most annoying part of golf social media? Meaning so like TikTok? Any any of it. TikTok. Twitter, Instagram, anything. Um, if you want, I can go first just to give an example. Okay. Mine is it's the videos that say one slot, like use this one thing to fix your slice and it will fix your slice. And I'm like, no, it won't. No, it will not. It may help me, but there is no one. There is no one cure to fix any part of your golf swing you need to go see a certified professional to fix your golf swing you need to take three months of lessons to fix a golf swing at the minimum right and it has to be the ahead. same golf professional because you can go to three different and they'll t- they'll try tweaking your your right. swing a certain way every time i feel like Think you need to stay with the same one Think about what happened when Tiger went from Butch Harmon to Hank Haney and he screwed up his swings, swing, and it took him years to get back. Years. Years. Like, stop saying one, one thing to fix everyone's. Stop that. I don't want to see it. We're gonna, I know I'm going to see a ton of videos on it. You can get, I like when people give tips, when people give 
because you know there are definitely people who are great about giving tips and everything like that but do not say that you can help lower scores do not say that you can fix a slice do not say um also don't say that you know better that because there are a lot of like certified professionals on tiktok especially and like even i don't like a lot of their stuff because it's like you're doing like a, a lot of it is that same thing of like oh i'll fix your slice it's like no you won't but like don't say you know better than professionals or certified you know instructors like let's just be better on that side all right no i was thinking this along the same lines meaning like someone uh calling someone being negative about someone's game being like you suck um or that's this person sucks or there's no way you're this handicap or something like that because for anyone to comment on golf i'm guessing you've played golf before and knows that golf is just playing hard i mean i golf one day you can go and you can shoot a best round of your life and then games you can go and you can i mean look at my swing my swing is like if someone were to get a crack at correcting my swing they'd have a field day because i touch the in my backswing i touch you know the bottom of my feet with the with the club and that's just like a big no-no and and uh, not that everyone's ever said anything besides like oh you have a john daly swing but that's just like it's just how how we get around you know like everyone's got their quirks and their ticks and um golf's just fun golf should be fun and just, just be encouraging to people you know because we're all out there hitting a the little white ball and it's a uh, it's a fun game it's a fun game if you if you get out there and enjoy the walk you know or enjoy the cart ride i agree it's the uh there's no perfect recipe no solution to the perfect uh golf swing perfect golf game it's all there's so many different factors and everybody uh has different swings different body builds different all that um and it, it's kind of actually kind of a combination of the, of the two is I don't it's, and it's more of a me thing than anything, but there's so many people out there giving out uh, tips and, and strategies of how to hit a flop shot, how to hit out of a bunker that my own personal problem is I got all these so many different types of tips and tricks going on in my head and I'm trying them out at different times that it, uh, it, it definitely causes me an issue. I need, I need to read from one book. I need to hear from one PGA tour professional or one instructor to, to give me one way to do it and, and block out all the other um, fun facts or tips and tricks, because there's so many things going on in my head. Um, but that's, I mean, that's partially my issue is that I don't, I don't practice enough. If I'm, if I have time to play golf or to practice, I'd rather just be out on the course and playing. And so when I'm out on the course and playing, that's when these things are going through my head, as opposed to practicing this at a range or a short game area prior to game time. Um, so that's just a me thing. I think that's most annoying for me is just that is people, everyone thinks that they have the, the, the right solution, the perfect way, but it's, it's just not, not the case. So I was thinking the same thing with the practicing we're, we're not practicing. <laughs> Yeah, we're not, I mean, no. like, we, yeah, where do you find the time? It's yeah. you, you got to be a, a, a single, single bachelor with uh, no wife and kids, no, no anything or no job. You got to be a PGA tour professional in order to, to be able to find the time to do that. I was just about to say, I, the, the, the single bachelor part, I, I understand that side, but everything else. Right. Yeah. On there. Yeah, you gotta, um, you gotta quit your nine to five, Brian, too. I know, right? Seriously. Really, really free up your schedule. Gotta go. Duffing up LLC. Full, full sprint. Full sprint. Yeah. LLC. Um, Here we go. I. Oh God, imagine that. I'd lose so much money in my. I'd lose so much money. I'd be homeless. <laughs> it's all right. But uh, no, I think honestly also i think some of the best times to give tips is like when you're playing with someone and you see something there and like they they ask for advice like yeah. unsolicited golf advice is some of the worst shit in the world too like i know i'm playing bad leave me alone like i'll figure it out after but oh. 
Ainge just walks up behind you. Imagine. <laughs> They're just staring to look at like, hey, you know, I noticed. You know, your doing- attack angle right now from your driver is 3.4%. You know, it really should be 3.9%. All right, dude, shut the fuck up. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, the, on the opposite end of that, solicited advice. When someone asked me for solicited advice, like I, I was just playing um, with, I played with Mike's brother Chris and uh, and Paul Salvaggio, and and we were uh, we were out there playing. Paul just started out like a year ago, and he was asking me for advice on on, on punch shots, and I like I was very happy to to give him how I do it, and I don't know if how I do it is correct or the way he should be doing it. Like so, a punch shot. Well, what I do, obviously, I think it's it's proper is, is putting it in the front front of my foot and really hooding, putting my five iron to punch it under the trees. And that's obviously tough to to teach. I only am good at it because I'm always in the trees and having to punch out. But it, it's it's hard for me to try to one uh, really vocalize my my technique and how I do something and teach somebody else to do it. Um, but it's also like it also is probably could be unconventional in, in other ways and other different types of shots. It could be different, but it works for me. So it's, it's kind of like the other way. It's tough. Even when people mm-hmm. are asking for tips or want me to teach them, I don't necessarily feel comfortable because I'm like my my swings, a homemade swing. I'm not. Yeah, I think if you want to actually get good at the sport, uh, it took me a while to get to where I am today and I'm still not that great. But if you want to get good faster or you want to sh- see results, go f- go see a uh, licensed PGA tour or PGA professional because, or just someone better than me that, that actually has a good swing or approaches the game in a a somewhat conventional way. (laughs) Isn't it really? Go ahead, Tim. Sorry. Because people like, uh, who are just starting out playing golf, they, they know I play golf, but, and they're sort of like, you got to teach me how to play golf. And I'm like, if you only knew at how low I still am on that totem pole in the hierarchy of good golf or golfing level, then <laughs> I have no advice to give you. Like I, I could, I, <laughs> you're absolutely I mean, right. I mean, to them, to them, you're God, like they see you hit, like hit the ball. Just, you're not topping the ball every time you hit off the tee and you're, and they just think you're God. They're just kind of like, wow, that you're like, you're really good at golf. And I'm like, I am not good. No. <laughs> We're really not. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm obsessed with it. It's, it's what I do. I play multiple times a week. And, uh, and, and like, if you're like, oh, you're a big golfer, you should come out with us. And like, I'm definitely in, but I'm also like, shit. <laughs> like I need to. Yeah. Need to that in. Right. Like, I'm going like, to, you're going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> right. Very. Weekend, Very like when I played with the people without at Alpine, like they just knew I played golf. They're like, Oh, you must be good. And I go out and I shoot a 99. And like, I got a guy who's Yukon golfer shooting a 70, 73. The other guy like had a bad front nine, like a terrible front nine, still shot like an 85. And like, I just felt, I was like, Huh, you know, like I'm embarrassed. I didn't show him my best thing, but you're right. Like, it was a fun time, but you're right. Like, that's just. I don't know what I'm saying, but and then anyway. again, again, flip-flopping it too. The people that, that it's always like, they, they talk a big game and they're like, Oh, I usually play better. I'm never bet this bad. It's kind of like, you probably weren't that great <laughs> to begin with. Right. <laughs> yeah. As soon as, and I feel like that was my biggest thing too. Like I used to think I was a lot better than I am. Now I'm just out. Once, once we started enjoying the walk now, now we're good. Now it's the best part of golf. The best part of golf is just being out there. I don't know if you can see that. That's the enjoy second. the walk. Oh yeah. I know. I gotta reach out to those guys. I would love to do like a co-podcast with them, like we did with Safe Par and a couple. And you know, we're working on a couple of others too. That'd be fun. They had our boys from. They had our our super fan sprint boys on too, who just started a pod. Shout out to them as well. Did they? Yep, they did. They got a couple episodes. They're going like 20, 30 minutes. It's good. I like it. I like it so far. It's cool. It's cool to hear from them. Oh, I'll have to pop an eye. I didn't know they had one. Are they on the move? Like are they 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 uh, 2024. 2024. Yikes. I don't even Man. know. I don't even know where I'm gonna be in that time. You know. We may we we may all be we may all be in a nuclear bunker by then for Christ's maybe, sakes with the way we'll the world's going. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe drag- we'll be in a van too. Who Dra- knows? Drag racing them. Drag racing them to the tournament to tournament. How funny would that be? That'd be epic. Why not? Why not us? Oh, I will say though, one thing that I'm very excited for 
Um, and I reached out uh, via Instagram to the owner as well as via the email. Um, Five Iron Golf is coming to Boston. I saw that. I saw that. So I think I'm going to do the founding membership. I think I'm going to do that. It's, it's, it looks sick. I think what's I'm going to do it. What's that? What'll, what'll that run you? And what, what does that include? So I think it's, a, I think it's like 150 bucks a month. So it's usually like 300. I think they do half for like the first couple months. I have the email from the guy. Um, you get to store your bag. You get to store your clubs there, which is kind of big, especially for the winter. Yeah. Um, and can you go monthly? Because I feel like the winter months, it's it's a no-brainer to 150 each month. Yeah. You can go monthly. Yep. Um, they're going to see a huge, huge uptick and then decrease when the weather gets cold. I know, right? Gets, but I feel bad uh, on that side. So it's coming but, to Boston? Yeah. Oh, that's And cool. they put a putt shack. They're finishing a putt shack, I think, too, in Boston, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, that the putt check looks cool. I know they keep pushing. It was supposed to be summer, summer this year. Yeah, but why would you want to open an indoor mini golf in the summer in Boston when like yeah. literally people just want to be outside because we go inside so quick again? Yeah, yeah, it's so true. So yeah, it's probably probably not that they they probably didn't do it strategically, but they probably it's probably good for them. Yeah, exactly. So we'll have to if 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 we end up doing that, we definitely got to do an event there with with the boys. So that would be. That would be pretty sick. We gotta get we gotta get Mike up to. Ooh, we may have to kidnap him. Yeah, Jimmy, we'll call Jimmy in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call to the bullpen. Yeah, I love it. If you couldn't tell, I know we can only see one at a time now the way we do it. But both Jimmy and I at the same time went called to the bullpen. It was unreal. Unreal, unreal. Yeah, Jimmy would have been here, Michael. And Michael doesn't even listen. You know that. <laughs> Oh man, he would have. Play, Shout out, baseball. Jimmy. Playoff baseball going on right now, boys. I know, I know you playoff. Ba- this is October is by. Can we all agree October is by far and away the best sports month in 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 America? Yeah, because March, we have March is close. March is close. March is close just because of NCAA basketball. Just yeah. because of that. But uh, NFL, college football uh mlb playoffs and then the nba and nhl are starting up this week the bruins just won so that's kind of sick but unbelievable sporting events going on go sports yeah who, go we, sports. who, who we got uh, who you guys got for uh winning the world series this year um well i'd put five bucks down on the red sox way back in april that didn't go that well uh no no, no. luckily it was only five dollars what a sad <laughs> season oh i'd love uh i'd love the braves to go back to back uh, that'd no be point. sick. That'd be pretty cool. Um, can't root against the Dodgers. Tough to do that, but would love to see San Diego. They're up right now, three two. Would love San Diego to get there. Um, Obviously, yeah. anyone but the Yankees. But if, yeah, if, that's the correct answer. That's yeah. the correct. The issue is it's the Yankees and the Dod and the the Astros are like the two teams that I don't want to win, in, and at least one of them is most likely going to come out of the American League. Yeah. What about you, Bry? Who do you think? Uh, I did put in for uh, I wanted the the uh, Braves for a good old good old repeat. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did you do that at the beginning? What? Yeah, I did it at the beginning. We did a um, we did like a uh, my friend group. We did put like ten dollars down. We just did a bracket challenge kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's that uh, bracket challenge. I think it's ESPN that we all just filled out a bracket. Hmm. And I haven't been keeping up to date on it, honestly. That's like October is great, uh, but it's tough when your team's not in it. I just like haven't really been following at all. Um, looking forward to uh, college basketball starting up pretty soon. And, and the Pats is the good win. Patriots winning last last uh, Sunday. So it was all because Brendan was there, sitting next yep. to the guy that was shirtless at the game. I'm telling you, I got, I mean, I got sunburned. I got burnt to a crisp at the game it was supposed to be highs of like 59 and end up being like 68 so like all of us are wearing like long sleeves like we're sweating the sun is crazy it was nuts man it it was so much fun though we had a great time but yeah i got absolutely hooked uh in the parking lot and in the game because uh (laughs) i didn't wear sunscreen so (laughs) 
that was on me. There Whoopsies. Uh, I think you meant cooked. Like you got you got cooked in the in the tailgate. I meant like cooked as in like my skin actually got cooked, not like cooked as in like drug. That would have been awesome. Double, yeah. double, double meaning. Double yeah, we, we can't. I will can neither confirm nor deny about the other one. <laughs> um, oh, All right, boys. Well, this is a fun little pod. I, lo- I like some of these pods. These are great. Yeah, I like this. Just a nice little chat. That's it. We do have to do. We do have to do our pod where all four of us sit in my basement and watch uh, Tin Cup and and just commentate while Brian watches it for the first time. So that will be coming up sooner or later. Down, yeah. down to get very cooked and uh, and do that. <laughs> I love good cooking. <laughs> oh man, that's I hilarious. Get, I get an apron. All right, boys. Well, what a pod tonight. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. We I appreciate this. Hopefully the listeners appreciate our, our nice once in a while. I will say this this is very true. This was a hundred percent off the cuff because our uh, like we said before, we did have a guest lined up and they didn't show up. So we just hit record and we went. Yeah, raw dogging. Oh. Well, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. So as fun. always, everyone. <laughs> Head on over to the social medias. Give us a follow. Make sure to like, subscribe, rate the podcast. Give us a five-star. If you want to give us a one-star, don't rate the podcast. But if you want to give us a five-star, rate that thing give, on give all, of your, all of your favorite social media platforms, baby. That's right. All right, boys. Great time. Let's get Stay out there. Great. Let's stuff it up. Play better, would you? I would love to. Let me start making TikToks again. I, I got a good one. I got a good yeah, one. I was gonna say, Chooch Golf's been off off the radar for a while here. When's the yeah. comeback coming? Yeah, I'm coming. I got a good one ready to go back to in the back pocket. Hell yeah.